Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. The following audio theater is rated ADG for general audiences. Hello, this is Bill Coughlin. And this is Bjorn Munson. And it's time for another Jat Chat, where we talk about our productions, past, present, and future. (laughs) And wow, things are different in the present today. And likely for the foreseeable future as well. Yes, uh, we're recording this at the beginning of May 2020, and here in deepest Springfield, as with much of the rest of the United States, and and in fact the world, we're under stay-at-home orders. In fact, we're not even both at Tulgiewood Studios. That's right. We are currently recording this separately in our respective studio spaces. Uh, Recording at the same time and hearing each other over the phone. (laughs) Right. So if the eagle-eared among you hear a difference in some of the audio quality, that would be why. Though hopefully it's not too jarring. Yeah. In other words, we're trying to figure out how to make this work, and the good news is that we do have a full season planned for you this year. Indeed we do, and hopefully we can make your time staying at home a bit more pleasant, or at least with more palatable cliffhangers. (laughs) Yes, Uh, on that note, we did want to mention, well, not our home studio per se, uh, because I'm here and Bill's there, but our home base, Arlington Independent Media, where we broadcast out of, on WERA. We are hoping to record part of this year's season later this summer, but for right now, their facilities are closed. Uh, That also means they can't offer a lot of the training they're used to doing in their studios and in their classrooms. That's one of the ways they bring in revenue. Now, they are trying to do what they can remotely. As are we all. Yeah, but uh, all the same, If you are hearing this either on the airwaves or streaming live on the internet, consider going over to WERA.FM and giving a donation. It supports us and a lot of other programs, allowing us to stay on the air and help train a lot more people to make their own shows. I should also mention that WERA does offer sponsorships and underwriting opportunities. Yes, and since it's a nonprofit, all of this is tax deductible. Fantastic. So with that, why don't we switch back to talking about some of the shows we're working to bring you this year from Jabberwocky Audio Theater. Sounds good. Uh, First, for those of you who are on our mailing list, back us on Patreon, or have just visited the JabberAudio.com website, you'll know that I've finally finished a complete draft of Quorum Season 2. Yes, as of this recording, I only finished reading it last week, and as a fan of the series, I think you listeners are really going to like this installment. But before we get into that, that should be broadcasting this fall, October through December, we're going to go to some faraway lands. Yeah, we're returning to our anthology series, Through the Looking Glass, uh, which is a bunch of audio versions of fairy tales you may know well or may just be hearing for the first time. And I think we've got some of each. Why don't you give our listeners a little more about them? Yeah, uh, sure. So we're going to start with The Snow Queen, the basis for Disney's film Frozen and Uh, theoretically Frozen 2, but in both cases, I think you'll find the original fairy tale is far different from Disney's version. In in fact, I think the main thing you'll find the same is the relationship between the siblings, uh, brother and sister in the fairy tale, and of course the two sisters in the uh, films. 
Our version is read by Marsha Renz, who many of you may remember as our narrator in Quorum. Mm-hmm. Next, we'll be hearing from Jasmine Curry and Tom Kramer, both of whom you heard on the anthology last year. And we're hitting some territory covered by Disney as well with Cinderella and Jack and the Beanstalk. I think Mickey faced off against the giant in that case. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll also get Hansel and Gretel, a tale many of you know well. Uh, Fun fact, Hansel and Gretel was my first acting gig. Really? Yes, I I was uh, Hansel and Gretel's dad. This was for a school play in second grade, so the... Suspension of disbelief uh, around me being a dad was required, but uh, (laughs) this was the first of several dad roles, so I guess it kind of stuck. The parents in that version are also far gentler than, um, well, you'll you'll just have to hear the more true-to-fairy-tale version. Uh, We'll also have a tale of a shoemaker you may not have heard of from Sicily called The Cunning Shoemaker. Uh, There are no elves in this one, but there are some robbers and quite a bit of trickery. And then we're going to finish off with something completely different. Yes, uh, our whole idea with both of our anthology series was to experiment a bit with format. Now, it it seems fortuitous that we thought about how to get people to record remotely uh, now, but uh, actually now that's the only way we'll finish the first half of our 2020 season. But I'm really excited with what we'll finish with. As many listeners of Through the Looking Glass know, we take a lot of our fairy tale adaptations from a number of collections edited by a gentleman named Andrew Lang. Actually, I think it was him and his wife. Uh, Anyway, he decided to try his hand at a tale of his own called Prince Prigio. Now, what results is as much a fairy tale as it is a meta-commentary on fairy tales. So think of Shrek, or or it's kind of like Princess Bride just about 80 years before the novel Princess Bride was written. And it's quite silly, and it's been one of my favorites since I read it ages ago. So this version for Jabberwocky Audio Theater, I will be narrating, but there's no end of characters, including brides and I think a princess, but also a king and a queen and conniving servants and a fire drake. That's a type of dragon, more or less. So that's where our company will be coming in, supplying all those character voices. So we're exploring a middle ground between solo narrator and full cast audio. That I am definitely looking forward to. Well, well, you're going to be one or more of the voices, so I hope so. <laughs> right. So, uh, obviously, we're a bit more seat of our pants here than we're used to being, uh, what with the pandemic and all. At the same time, we try and bring a level of meticulous planning to the proceedings, perhaps like a certain council of shadowy figures. Ah, I see what you did there. You brought it back around to Quorum. Yes, I I figured it would be good to talk a bit about where we are in the process and reveal a bit more of our process in creating shows. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, this script has really been a long time in the making. Uh, In fact, some elements date back to the very first drafts of season one, so easily eight or nine years ago scenes and characters that I wanted to write but just didn't fit in with the more streamlined story I wanted to tell there. Uh, It's funny, once I finished, I actually went back and reopened some of those first drafts to see how closely I'd stuck to those original ideas. And, well, some of the bones were still there, so to speak. They really did change almost entirely. Well, obviously because they're part of a new story. Uh, And even now, I do expect there to be additional changes before you all get to hear it. I'm fond of saying nothing's final until it's recorded. Uh, Really, not until it's released. 
in the days and weeks to come, we're hoping to do a table read, a virtual table read in this case, to really get a feel for how the scenes and characters are working, uh, making sure the various plot elements are clear and that the characters all have their distinct personas. Uh, the kind of insights that really come out when you have a group of talented performers come at it with fresh eyes, or ears, or voices as the case may be. In any case, after that, I'll do another pass to incorporate that feedback, and then it's on to casting. Casting is one of my favorite parts of the process, and just like the first season of Quorum, we'll be using a combination of the existing company members and some new folks from the DC area theater community, uh, because... Unlike Prince Prigio mentioned above, we're, we're still hoping to do our traditional all-in-the-same-room recording. Uh, there are some characters that are coming back, of course, and you'll hear them again, but if you recall, we had over 40 characters in Season 1 and over 20 people doing voices, so many of those actors will be new characters, and because of the nature of some of the characters and some actors that we want to work with, we'll have some actors we're going to audition. Uh, now, one thing we did for Messenger's Tale, that was the solo episode that uh, you all heard this past December, rather than doing the in-person auditions, we had people submit audio auditions on their own schedule, and that's some of what we'll do here as well. Some people we actually will use from folks that we saw in the summer of 2018 auditioning for season one of Quorum. Basically, I, I never let any casting session go underutilized. I, I love this stuff. Um, and I know also, based on previous experience, we'll have some tricky choices. But eventually, out of all these parts, we'll have a cast. We'll figure out what the constraints on their schedules are. Because, again, we're hoping to record at Arlington Independent Media. And, and basically, we'll have what dates are free, and then we create a recording schedule. Right. Now, again, with the caveat that we don't know how things will play out in the near future, uh, the plan is to develop a recording schedule that allows us both to respect our performer's time and give us the benefit of that interaction between people, at least as much as we're able. So we don't record this in sequence like a stage play, but in chunks that balance those considerations. In that respect, it's a lot more like shooting a movie where you're shooting out of order. And this time around, we may also do some remote recording, again, depending on the world situation. And after that comes the long post-production process, uh, editing, sound design, audio processing, sound effects, music, taking the raw material of those recording sessions and creating a whole world for our stories to inhabit. So really nothing to it. Nothing at all. No, it's like magic, but without the magic wand. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed that more detailed dive into our process. We've gotten a good amount of feedback that people want to know more about how we do these shows. It could be they're looking for more to do at home. It could be. Uh, in fact, if you enjoyed that, we're doing an even deeper dive into some of our process on casting, recording, writing scripts, and so on via our Patreon feed. That's right. Every month, for as little as a dollar a month, our Patreon backers get some bonus goodies, like bonus articles, audio interviews, and other things connected to JAT. Uh, we just did a talk about how each of us approaches writing audio scripts. Uh, there are some things both Bjorn and I do similarly, but also a lot of areas where we go at things pretty differently. Yeah, so for the coming months, we'll do a piece, for instance, about how to adapt some of these 19th century fairy tales for modern audiences, and also how we handle many different people doing remote recording, both from an artistic and a technical sense. Right. 
And this fall, I'll be talking more about the genesis of this season of Quorum, uh, going into some of the real-world influences on this season's story, uh, just like the first season took inspiration from some actual events unfolding in Las Vegas in the spring of 2011, season two is infused with some of the backdrop of Los Angeles in the summer of 2012. So if you want to learn about that, go to patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky, or just go to our website, jabberaudio.com, for the link. We're going to get to keep telling stories because you, listening right now, decide to support us and the 40 or so of us actors, writers, and musicians whose critical work goes into making this all a reality. Or a fantasy, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, it's they're both good. Before we wrap up, we do have some news to share, news from just this past weekend. Yes, and that's about the 23rd annual Tiva Peer Awards, at which Jabberwocky Audio Theatre received a significant bit of recognition at the live-streamed awards ceremony. Yes. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Tiva Peer Awards is a local recognition event for the Mid-Atlantic region, put on by the Television, Internet, and Video Association of D.C., both Bill and I are familiar with Tiva from our work in the independent film arena and through partnering with them to produce one of last year's Stonehenge audition sessions. Remember, I, I do a bunch of casting as well. Uh, though Bill is a bit closer to the organization. Ah, yes, because I've also submitted corporate video work to the awards. Yeah, that's not what I mean. <laughs> in all seriousness, I've uh, served on the Tiva board for a number of years and have been board president for the past two. Though I should point out that I am not part of the process for evaluating any of the Jabberwocky Audio Theater productions. Just to be clear, I'm kind of a stickler for ethics. Naturally, you're not a quorum member, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> still, we were very happy that our peers in the field saw merit in the work we've done and are continuing to do so. Uh, starting with our inaugural production, Rogue Tiger, which received a silver award for sound design. That's uh, a recognition I share with our esteemed sound editor, Maurice Malda. Yeah, and let's not forget Quorum, which received a bronze award for sound mixing and a silver award for script writing. So congratulations to you on both of those. Oh, thank you very much. And further congratulations for taking a silver award in the book narration category for The Rats in the Walls, part of our through a Glass Darkly Anthology series. Thank you again. And we would both like to offer our sincerest congratulations to Yasmin Toison, who was presented a gold award in the long-form voice acting category for her work as Peeps in Quorum, the Gambler's Tale. Yeah, and for those of you who, who know, getting a gold award for these peer awards is, is really something. I'm actually happy with the whole Quorum cast, but this is just so exciting for Yasmin. I'm very happy for her. It's really some fantastic recognition all around, uh, not to mention some validation that the work we're doing is really of a level worthy of being measured against the best in the industry. And hopefully just the start of more accolades to come. Indeed. All in all, it's going to be a busy, hopefully exciting year. And we hope for all of you a safe one. Absolutely. Uh, with that, this is Bjorn Munson. And this is Bill Coughlin. Stay tuned, stay safe, and you'll hear from us soon. Adventure awaits. Dun dun dun! <laughs> Hast thou slain the Jabberwock?